Welcome to the YS Books family. It's the home of podcasts, where you can listen to stories worth being told. If you like to show a little support for the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash YSbooks. You can make a small one-time donation there. In the meantime, please enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned for other great stories to come. Chapter 1, April Showers Over 20 years ago, the African skies went dark with ominous-filled rain clouds. There was no need to tell the people of Gambia what was coming. They knew very well the awful signs of an incoming torrential downpour. The skies had opened up, and everyone knew what to do next. Within a blink of an eye, people ran for their lives. Farmers immediately dropped their tools in the field, outside vendors instinctually secured their produce, businesses firmly locked and boarded their doors, and everyone else quickly cleared the roads. It was typical for heavy precipitation to fall from the skies from June to September. So, there was nothing uncommon about rain during the rainy season. Yet, this particular storm seemed different from the start. Hakim and Ada Ahmed, a young Gambian couple, lived at the edge of a small village next to a low-lying large gully. Over the years, the land seemed to sink more as the borders of the pit crept closer and closer to the house, and when it rained, the gully often flooded. Knowing the storm was coming, Hakim stepped out onto his front porch to assess the situation, and when he looked up at the dark skies looming over the house and felt the late afternoon chill moving through the air, an overwhelming feeling of dread took hold. The edgy uneasiness was coming directly from his gut. He'd learned to heed his inner warnings. There was no doubt in his mind the storm coming would be terrible, and the mumbling fear rattling in his head finally found a voice. This storm is going to be brutal. We can't stay here. Hakim and Ada had sheltered in place before, but with the hurricane-like storm fast approaching, Hakim knew the gully didn't stand a chance. It was still half full of water from the last rain shower. Undoubtedly, it would give way to what was coming. In the past, when forced out of their home, the couple typically went up the road to the next house. It was easy to reach and on slightly higher ground, but the fancy hut was no more. During the last heavy rains, the roof blew off the home and landed on the muddy road, where it sat for weeks. When the water subsided, the community gathered to repair the damage but learned the family had vacated the area for good. With the family gone, the men in the village didn't fix the roof. Instead, they gathered the salvage materials for other projects. Unfortunately, it wasn't uncommon for families to abandon their homes and vanish into thin air. Between the El Nino weather patterns, global warming, and shoddy building materials, many villagers left the area, never to be seen again. It was the sad reality of village life, but everyone tried to make the best of it. Nevertheless, Hakim knew they didn't have much time left. The storm was about to break. With the darkening clouds covering the skies and the gusty winds picking up, he understood they had to act fast. If they were going to leave, now would be their only time. He walked back into the house and glanced over at Ada. She immediately stared back and saw the terrified look in his eyes. She had a feeling what was coming next and looked away. He hesitated, knowing his wife's condition wasn't suitable to walk through a storm, but they didn't have a choice, and he knew it. In his mind, one thing was for sure. Their house wasn't safe. Hakim knew he was in for an uphill battle. Getting his feisty wife out of the house wouldn't be easy, yet he had to do something. Uh, honey, 
we should head to the Sani's compound. The storm is coming in fast, and we can't stay here. Ada looked up at him with a snarky smirk, preparing to say anything to stay put. Hakeem watched her face grow defiant and readied himself for the pushback. You say that about every damn storm. We'll be okay. Remember what happened the last time. We left and couldn't get home for three days because of the roads, but the house was fine. I'm not up for that again. We can move everything to the second floor and stay put. Hakeem stiffened his upper lip and yelled. Are you crazy? Have you seen what's coming? What am I supposed to do if you go into labor? Ada was nine months pregnant and due to pop at any moment. She knew her husband was just being rational, but the fear of a brutal walk on a muddy road to the Sani's compound in her condition fell beyond her means. With a little more bass in her voice and more defiance, she huffed. So, you're more worried about me going into labor in this house, but not scared to death I'll deliver this baby on the muddy road? Make that make sense. Hakeem heard every word, and she did have a point, but from the look on his face, Ada knew nothing she'd said changed his mind. And to prove she hadn't won the quarrel, he snapped his fingers. He knew she hated that but did it anyway, hoping the anger-filled adrenaline rush would force her into action. Then he followed the snap with a bit of harsh sarcasm. Woman, do you want to drown in this house? Of course not. What kind of stupid question is that? They both knew this argument was about to take a wrong turn, and the look in Hakeem's eyes told Ada another fruitless rebuttal would do no good. So, instead of turning their bickering into a full-fledged battle, Ada slid off the sofa and wobbled to the bedroom to retrieve the bag she'd packed for the hospital. Hakeem tried to wait patiently, but his nerves were getting the better of him. Ada, what's taking you so long? We have to go. With a small duffel bag in hand and a little out of breath, Ada appeared and reluctantly yelled. Let's go. We've come to the end of this episode, but don't worry, the next episode is on its way.